Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the movie podcast. My name is Daniel and joining alongside me today are my fellow. You know what? I'm just going to let's let's end off the, the, the light year run and you're my you're my space rangers. That's who you are, Anthony. Hello. And Shabazz. To infinity and I'm not going to finish it because I'm pretty sure people are tired of us saying that. Yeah, we've said it a lot. I we've feel said like it we're a running lot. Light here into the ground right now. People are like, we, we are. It. This movie hasn't even come out yet. So let us enjoy <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> Shay, how are you doing today? Uh, doing great, man. I had uh, work today, and it was a really busy day. And now I'm here, getting to talk about the things that I love. Oh man, I love talking about movies, and I love talking to people who make the movies that we love, mm-hmm. especially the people that are animating them, because that's. They're always like we always say the unsung heroes. So we love they definitely their are. opinion on it, and we love getting their their takes on what all went down when making this movie. I love it, Anthony. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. It's been a busy day here at the movie podcast. We've been building assets, um, scheduling all our interviews. There's a shit ton of stuff coming down the pipeline. It's crazy. This week is going to be nuts, and then. Then following week, who knows? There might be more stuff and then more stuff and more stuff. But yeah, today was a great day. Good work day. Got a lot of things done. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, we love we love doing this work and we know that it takes a long time to do it. So uh, thank you and bear with us as we get through all of the episodes and the content and everything that we're making. Uh, it's been a lot. Yeah, this week especially, uh, we're playing a little bit of time traveling right now because uh there are so many interviews and I, I think, I, you know, I was telling both of you, um, this is probably a record for the most people that we're talking to in one week. And again, this doesn't always happen, but I think from Friday to Friday, we had about 12 different people that we spoke to on the show, which is absolutely crazy when you think about you know there were years that we didn't even have that many people in a year on on the movie podcast and now that was just this week for us again it doesn't happen often uh but please look forward to all of the incredible episodes we have coming your way because as always you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single monday and watch out throughout the week for all of our latest episodes including um our light year review which is out right now if you want to continue the light your talk, you can go check out our interview with Angus McLean, Galen Sussman, and composer Michael Chikino right now on the movie podcast feed. We also have a great episode that we just dropped on Monday uh, talking all about all of the news of the week, including The Last of Us, Joker 2, Scream 6, and the Spider-Man No Way Home re-release. So there's lots to look forward to and listen to right now on the movie podcast feed. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at the movie podcast. Uh, join us on Discord. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca check out our show notes for all of those links and more if you're watching this on youtube right now please subscribe ring the notification bell like this video do all of that fun stuff but today is a very special episode because we get to talk to some of the animators behind Lightyear, like shay was saying uh today on the show we are welcoming rob jennings uh emily goulet and donald chan of pixar animation studios they'll be joining us to talk about their roles on the film we'll be talking a little bit about their history how they got to pixar and a lot more i mean this is this is pretty cool we've gotten to talk to some animators before on the show for what if and you know talking to the directors is always amazing but like shay said uh the animation team 
they're the unsung heroes. They are the, the names that you'll see in the credits. Uh, you'll see them sometimes in a big block of names. And we want to make sure anytime we can on the show to give the spotlight to them because it is without, without their work, we wouldn't be able to even talk about this movie today or talk about any movie really on the show. Um, so we're just so grateful for the opportunity. And again, thank you to Disney uh, for connecting with them, uh, connecting them to us and not to onto the movie podcast. And what's really cool is that they're, they're all Canadian too. So it's, it's awesome that we got to have some Canadian talent on the show. How are we feeling about this? Shay, Shay, are you ready to talk to some uh, Pixar staff? Oh, especially if they're Canadian, you know I'm down. You're ready? Anthony, are you ready as well? 100%. Uh, I just want to say, right. it reminds me of the time when we did the uh, animators from What If, who were yeah. Canadian as well. It's it's always nice to connect with um, creatives from our country who like are building these huge movies. And it's just, it's good for, it's good for our neck of the woods, just because a lot of people come out of here going to California or wanting to go to, you know, wherever, but staying in Canada and we have tons of animation studios here and Pixar has their, I believe their location in Vancouver is um, huge for us. Yeah. You know, it's very big and it's great to be able to talk to them, get to know why, how they build the, probably the greatest looking animated movie of all time. Yeah. So let's, let's get right to it. Let's go to infinity and beyond and please welcome Emily Goulet, Donald Chan and Rob Jennings to the movie podcast. Hi, Emily. I'm Daniel. And I'm Shabazz. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. We love this movie and we're so happy that you're joining us to talk about it today. How's your day going? It's going well so far. I'm so glad to talk with you. Thank you so much for the invitation. Oh, of course. Anytime. We, you know, we are huge Pixar fans and it's, it's very surreal to, like, to have you on the show. And I, I think we, say time, we say all the time that I, I think the world of animation is something that, you know, so unfortunately gets overlooked sometimes in terms of the credit. So anytime we can help in our way to bring that to light and anyway, we are, we're here for that. So thank you for, for your time today. Thank you. I appreciate that. How does it feel to finally have this film releasing into the world? It's been a long <laughs> run to the finish line, but how are you feeling today? Oh, I feel <clears throat> it feels great. I'm, I'm really excited for this one, especially because it's going to be on the big screen on IMAX. And yeah. it's the first time that Pixar is releasing is actually like making a movie for IMAX. Um, and, you know, I've been working on this movie for a year and a half, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's just wonderful to finally release it in the world and let it go. <laughs> it has a life of its own now. Definitely. Was the experience working in IMAX, like, how was that different for you than any other projects that, that you've worked on with Pixar? Um, first of all, it's like the, the actual frame of it, instead of being like a rectangle. Because my, my computer screen is not bigger. <laughs> I do have a very big computer screen, but um, it's mostly for the, the framing. And yeah. then, you know, it, when it comes to technical stuff, I would always get confused and ask to make sure that I have the, like, the proper settings on my, on my monitor to make sure that I would see the right thing. But it is like a bigger scale. Like instead of having the rectangle, like I said, they add space that on top of the bottom. So you have like more room to animate stuff and it's a different, like you need to, like you're, you're basically making sure that everything works in the frame in terms of action and where things start and when things finish. 
Um, there's more challenges with IMAX. First of all, we haven't really done it before. And also the screen is bigger. So you have more room to explore with all that stuff. On top of it being like a film that's very realistic in a yeah. very real world. So all that adds like technical challenges and just having to make sure that it feels real, it feels grounded. And I think Angus talks a lot about that stuff too in multiple interviews, how things need to feel tactile and, and real and, and the weight of everything. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, does that make sense? It does. <laughs> it does. It 100% does. does. Don't okay. worry. Yeah. I, I had a bit of a two-part question here for you. So, you know, what are some of the movies that you loved growing up that really got you into animation? And are any of those movies the reels behind you that you have there? <laughs> they're empty reels i wish <laughs> well <laughs> well actually one of them is uh it's 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 they're empty cans from they were they're, they're from pixar so one of them has like luxo jr written on it so i'm oh, like oh wow. my god i need to grab that yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so obviously like my experience with pixar dates from like the the 90s when they were doing commercials i remember the the first thing I saw from them was the Luxo ball, but also the Luxo lamp and the ball, I mean, and also um, uh, uh, my mind is blanking, the little snowman, uh, Knickknack. Yes. I remember seeing that short in, uh, in a, some sort of competition in Montreal when I was like nine or 10 years old. And it's funny because back then it was like very like primitive CG, like anything that was CG was like, animated renderings of flowers opening and stuff like that but knickknack had a story to it which was to me as a kid it's like oh my gosh i actually like this is fun to watch yeah um and then obviously toy story i was a like a teenager when it came out and, it, and a lot of the stuff a lot of the movie the animated movies that were coming out at the time were um in traditional animation a lot of them were just different kind of stories, um, a lot of musicals and, and a lot of uh, uh, more fairy tale. And Toy Story had a more, like, to me, seemed like, like a modern twist. Like, yeah. it, it was taking place in my bedroom, sort of, <laughs> with my toys kind of thing. And I thought that was so clever. And also a clever use of CG that was not necessarily ready to go much further. And, and segue to today that's the thing that's kind of cool with light years yeah mm-hmm. when you think when you watch the first toy story and you watch light year it's insane the Definitely. everybody says that but it really feels <laughs> when you're working on it it's no, like for sure it, it oh my god yeah it's beautiful. And, and, you know, you mentioned Angus earlier. We spoke with him about how he uses Lego and then talking about yes. how he uses Lego in planning his films. Uh, what's your process like when you're working on these films? Do you use anything? Do you use toys when you're looking at <laughs> or anything? I, I use, well, I do, for this one, I, I, I often, um, what I'll do is I'll open the scene and I'll just have the character and I'll make sure that, I won't this, I'll have the camera view, but I'll also have the character in an open space, kind of like when you're in a video game and you're moving the camera around the character, because I want to make sure that, you know, when the character is moving, it's, it's, it's in real space. I'm not having the character like levitate above the ground and moving faster. Um, so I thought that was very interesting that Angus played with Legos 
And he, I remember him mentioning things like it feels like very CG 3d space. Yeah. Right. For me that there's something very, I, I relate to that in with the, just blocking the, basically just a stick figure around this, to make sure that when they move around, it's the right speed. It's the right amount of time between each steps and motions like this. I'll do video reference. And then I'll often, um, have some peers look at my shot and we have um, what we call a Dolver artist who will sometimes like sketch poses on top of our rough animation. And I, I love that relationship with the Dolver artist. I do a lot of life drawing and gesture drawing. And that also helps me to, when you have something that's, stylized and exaggerated to start with something that's that feels real and that's based in reality right so the life drawing is not necessarily of the actual shot i'm am animating but it's kind of training your brain to the human body and different types of bodies and right. how they feel grounded and all and the job artist like usually it's someone that's very experienced and knows the character as well too and when they draw the character it's often like a wonderful pose and like super on model and and it just helps me to guide it's not animating on top of what i do but it's just a guide for like a pose especially with these characters who are very blocky the, the costumes of buzz is like this big round right. sphere around his chest and <laughs> yeah thank you so much emily and for, for all of the, for that answer for for everything we're so excited to have this movie out in the world and for everyone to catch it this week so thank you so much again for your time Thank My you. pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for the podcast. Thank oh, of you. Course. <laughs> Take care. Hi, Donald. I'm Daniel. And I'm Anthony. Hey, Thanks nice to you. meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. We're so excited to talk about this movie. Uh, we loved Lightyear, and it's so nice to have it out in the world. How are you feeling now that it, we're finally crossing that finish line and getting it released for the world to see? Yeah, no, I'm definitely super excited. This is um, my first Pixar movie. I mean, Congrats. as in, yeah, as an animator, you know, Pixar has always been the dream and to finally get to that point and to be able to work on Lightyear and have it be the first movie, you know, that I worked on. It's like, it's a dream come true. Like every day I'm just like, oh man, I can't believe I got to experience that. So yeah, no, I'm super excited. I, I like, I see ads everywhere. My, my son, like he's a toddler. He sees like the poster. He's like, oh, daddy worked on that. It's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, it must be amazing. And of course, uh, of all characters, it's Buzz Lightyear. It's it's the first, like one of the first Pixar you know, major film characters ever. And now it's out in the world. And congratulations. congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, like I remember growing up watching Toy Story and, you know, Buzz Lightyear was always like a huge thing. And then I recently, I was watching that um the, Disney Plus, uh, they they made like a documentary about yes. Buzz, and yeah. just like I never realized how big of a thing he Buzz Lightyear actually was. It's like yeah. you know, all the different toys and merch and stuff. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, Definitely. he's huge. He's huge for, for the world. I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, Donald, what did you specifically work on uh, for Lightyear? What was your 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 expertise, or where did you? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm an animator. So essentially, I make the performances that you see on screen. I mean, a lot of people always ask me when I tell them I'm an animator, oh, so you must draw a lot. Like, that's totally not the case anymore. That's right. like traditional animation. Like, we're talking Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid and stuff. So I do 3D animation, and it's like, 
it's all in the computer. It's basically like a toy inside the computer pose like this. And then it's my job to, you know, like meticulously pose each frame to make something believable. It's kind of, you know how, like when you were um, a kid and you had like action figures and you kind of like make them move around. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically that essentially, but (laughs) it just takes a lot longer. (laughs) Is there a specific shot in this movie that you, you, you're looking forward to being like, yeah, that was me. I, I did that. That that has a difference on it. For sure. Absolutely. The cool thing about Pixar is that they really, give you like a long chunk of shots to work on. So you kind of take ownership of maybe like 30 seconds, 45 seconds. And um, it really puts you into the shoes of, of like a filmmaker. So because you're, you're basically doing a run of shots, you have to make sure like the rhythm and the flow and the energy and all that stuff connects. Right. Um, So yeah, I got to work on um, like a specific chunk where Buzz Lightyear, he kind of, he, he meets Izzy and then they're like kind of walking through the um, like hangar. They get to meet the A-team basically. So I right. did that part where he's like kind of looking around and then you see like the footsteps stomp down and you see like that cool action pose of all the, all the other characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. I I'm definitely really proud of that. To, and long, I, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> how long does it usually take you to build something like that? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, quite a while. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think the average, they say like for features, maybe like two to three seconds a week worth of animation is done, which is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. That's like 48 to 72 frames. Um, so I mean that, that took around two to three months for me to finish from, yeah, start to finish. Yeah. Like with all the planning. So actually, um, the animating part is I would say half the battle. It's like, you want to plan it. You want to make sure like the story beats are reading and all that stuff. So it takes quite a while. I shoot reference as well. So that's like, you set up a camera and I like, you basically act in front of it, pretending you're buzz yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, it took a while. <laughs> awesome. and, and it's so funny that you say you did that. We were talking with Emily before and we spoke with uh, your director as well, Angus McLean, who was saying mm-hmm. that he uses Lego whenever he's planning his shots and he's a huge Lego guy. So it's, it's just so cool that you're, you're using whatever you can like to get that reference. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sometimes like if it's like a action shot or something complicated, you know, like airplanes flying, I can't really act it out with body. Sometimes I'll just right. like, Right. Use my hand or like or there's like a lot of sound effects too for so, so whatever reason it, it helps sell it or get me it gets me into like that zone <laughs> now before pixar you said this is your first pixar film that you're you're working with them yeah. as an were you working with them before and on other projects or is this your first time working with them ever yeah this is my first time uh working with them i i was at like uh, other studios before and the uh, the goal was always to like you know get to Pixar eventually. So yeah. again, dream come true. <laughs> what was, uh, what excited you most about joining that Pixar family? I mean, it was the, I mean, it's like the pinnacle of animation, right? Everyone wants to get there, wants to work with the best. So I think it was, it was that I just wanted to be surrounded with like-minded people who are at the peak of their craft and to just learn from them and everything. Right. And, right. and, being here afterwards is just realizing how collaborative and humble everyone is and like very nice and welcoming. So oh, I that's bet. the part I enjoy the most. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> now working at Pixar is such an open and collaborative environment. What was it like for you having to work remotely during the pandemic to finish this film? Oh, that's a great question. Um, it was actually, it wasn't 
too bad to be honest. I feel like I'm I'm introverted. So <laughs> kind of like being able to, you know, have like smaller meetings or more one-on-one time screen, like screen time wise, I, I think it it was pretty good for me. And also in terms of like work family life balance, I have a toddler. So being being able to work from home was great. And also to be able to like make your own schedule, you know, like whatever works best for you in terms of how much you can work. Yeah, it, it was great. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. I feel like, you know, I, the, like the entirety of my career up to this point has been in person. So it's been a nice switch to see the other side of. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Now we have a Buzz Lightyear movie, of course, and yeah. we know more about where Woody comes from, from Woody's Roundup from Toy Story 2. I'm just curious, is there a character from the Toy Story gang that you would want to see have their own spinoff film one day? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. I mean, they probably won't make a movie about this guy like forky i think is <laughs> i mean they they made like uh i like all those shorts about you know, him asking questions and stuff yeah. so there's that but i don't know, just such a hilarious character <laughs> the design's funny and like tony hill's a great voice tony actor. hill's hilarious yeah, yeah yeah oh for sure yeah that's fantastic <laughs> do you have any advice now we have a lot of listeners do you have any advice sure. for those who are getting into this field and yeah. becoming animators um, I mean, I think it takes a lot of work and to just keep at it, it seems pretty generic, <laughs> but I feel like that truly is like the, the advice I kept close to me just because it's, it's, it's a hard industry to get into or, or be successful. Um, it's really time consuming, um, and I think there's like a lot of failures for sure. I mean, you, you hear stories about people applying to Pixar two, three times before getting in and right. all that stuff. Yeah. Even mean, your own director was, was tweeting about that recently too. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He got rejected before getting in. Um, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just, <laughs> just uh, I mean, also living your life. I think a lot of times like animation students, they, they like want to be a really good animator. They want to get to Pixar and that's all they do. They, they just like work and they don't take a break. I think I'm realizing now having break and a life outside of work is really important, especially as an animator, because you're observing from life and you're drawing inspiration from that and putting it into your work. So to be able to go outside and do other things and observe people, it's yeah. really important too. Yeah. I love that. Uh, our last question today, we don't want to take up too much of your time, but sure. you know, we have Lightyear coming out this Friday. There are so many other films and TV shows coming out this year. Is there anything you're looking forward to now that you know this project is finished? Maybe you get some downtime, you get to watch and enjoy. Yeah, something. yeah. I mean, I was, I mean, it's already out, like Obi-Wan, the series. Is yeah, of course. Pretty yeah. amazing. I mean, I grew up loving Star Wars. My, I think my first email address was like Kenobi something, something.com. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty excited about that um the boys i think yeah, you know yeah. Yeah, yeah hilarious stuff that's great uh, i mean thor I, I love me a good block summer blockbuster so definitely to that. Yeah. yeah there's a lot to look forward to and of course light is going to be a big one this summer so Absolutely. thank you so much thank you for what you do for this what you did on this film uh we're so excited for everyone to catch it this week so thank you again donald yeah absolutely appreciate it have a good one hi rob i'm daniel hi. i'm Shabazz. how's your day going so far uh good yeah, just I've been looking forward to this. That's awesome. First and foremost, love your shirt. By the way, I just want to call. Yeah. That oh, out. thanks. Yeah, yeah. I figured it'd be appropriate to wear. So. Oh, definitely. 
Well, mm-hmm. thank you so much again for your time today. We we loved the film. We loved your work on it. And I just want to ask, how does it feel to finally have this movie coming out into the world? Uh, it's kind of surreal. I don't know. Like, I, I've worked on lots of animated movies in the past, but like to be attached to uh, a Pixar film with such like a well-known and well-liked character who's been around for, for 20 years. It's kind of like, I don't know, I guess maybe it'll sink in after I've seen it in the theater, but it still feels like I'm in this kind of like weird daydream thing. Oh, I believe it. I definitely believe it. (laughs) I got to ask, like what are some of the movies that you kind of grew up watching that really inspired you to get into this animation? Um, Well, okay. One that comes to mind is the secret of Nim. I used to love that one when I was a kid. And then when I was, when I was in school for animation, actually, I was, I, I did some like character studies where I was animating Mrs. Brisby. Um, so there's that one. And then I guess if I go like really far back, I remember sitting in the movie theater with my mom to see Pete's dragon. And oh, yeah. I think, yeah, I don't think it was the original release, but, um, uh, that that's one of my very first, uh, memories of being in the movie theater. So, I mean, animation is kind of been part of my life as far as as long as i can remember definitely yeah seeing that combination of you know real world with with animation i think must have been also just super shocking at that time too because there wasn't that many movies out there that were doing that right yeah there was there was that and then uh, obviously like when roger rabbit came out i remember seeing that in the theater and being blown away for the same reason <laughs> and then you know fast forward a few more years and then you've got jurassic park where you've got dinosaurs walking around and that was another one that was like hugely influential on me so yeah I love that. Now you've been with Pixar for how long now? Uh, not long. I just I came on for uh, Lightyear last summer, so not not a full year yet. Um, it just I don't know the it, the timing just kind of worked out where I was wrapping up uh, at another studio right around the time when Pixar was looking for people to get involved with Lightyear. So yeah, um, I got hired, and I didn't I didn't know what project I was going to be attached to at first. Right. Uh, and then when I found out, I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. Yeah. Living the dream. Yeah, seriously. I mean, Buzz is yeah. such an iconic character, like you said, like for all these years that we've known, and now we're seeing him in a completely different and new setting for you. Um, did you feel a little bit of fear, you know, taking on such an iconic character? Uh, yeah, it's definitely intimidating. Um, I mean, coming, coming on board to Pixar in general is intimidating because everybody here is a master of their craft right Mm -hmm. so so it's you know any it's like any time you start a new job there's always that kind of uh insecurity but um everybody here has been so nice and supportive through throughout the whole the whole thing like they they really make you feel like you're part of the studio very quickly so um yeah that so it, there's a bit of anxiety, but then you just, you just get wrapped up in the excitement of working on the project. Definitely. So when you joined the project last year, what were your roles on the film? Like what's something in the film that you looked at and you're like, that is me. Those are my fingerprints on this scene. I want people to know that I did that. Um, well, some, I don't know, some of this, I guess it'd be kind of spoilery for me to talk about anything specific. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't talk about it. That's totally okay. But I guess yeah. uh, is there any characters specifically or, or scenes that you could vaguely describe? Well, I, I spent a lot of time doing work, uh, working with Buzz. Actually, uh, I, I, I kind of got attached to a lot of like some of the some of the like really frantic action sequences. 
Right. Like this movie has like a lot of really cool action sequences. And so definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So like a lot, a lot of like very physical kind of, uh, moving around and stuff. So, uh, it, it was a lot of that stuff. It was, it was a lot of fun. That's great. That's really cool. Now you got a chance to obviously work on buzz. Is there, another character from the toy story world that you'd love to one day see have their own movie or you'd love to work on as well. I was, I was kind of thinking about this when, uh, like early in, in the production when I, when I realized like, okay, so they, so now buzz has his own, his own movie. Like there's so many other characters that you could, you could have like a whole backstory for, uh, in their own film. But, um, I mean, I guess Woody's already kind of spoken for, for his, for his background. (laughs) I don't know. I, um, I don't know. I have I, I have to think about it some more. <laughs> no, no, we're I, just, okay. I just remember. I just remember thinking like there's so many characters that could could have their own their own uh, their own thing. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool to see yeah. uh, at some point, maybe in, the, in maybe the Lightyear sequel, we get to see the, the three three eyed aliens kind of show up. Like they're they're such a cool and fun character. Why not have them involved? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was at uh, Disney World just before the pandemic, actually, uh, and went on the uh, the Lightyear ride where um, you sit you sit in the things oh, yeah, and, and you, you run around, and you shoot all the it's like the little aliens and, and circus there and stuff. Yeah, I, I love those little guys. I, I'd like to see them too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Or just give us like a Jurassic Park, but it's all just everyone looks like Rex. <laughs> <laughs> That would be fun. Yeah. That would be scary. Uh, we spoke with your director earlier this week, Angus, and we were talking about how he uses Lego when, you know, coming up with his ideas and planning out things. I was just curious, what's your process like when you're getting into this? What, how do you approach your work and how do you approach the animation that you're working on? Uh, so I guess early on, there's, there's, there would be a, a stage where you're, you're kind of just pulling, pulling reference uh, of anything that, could have anything to do with the film, right? So um, Angus had uh, a lot of films that he said would be good things to keep in mind. So you rewatch some of those films. Um, there's a lot of like animation lectures about specific techniques and stuff. So you watch those. Um, you, you watch through like storyboard reels um, and you have to spend some time kind of familiarizing yourself with the characters because- right. I mean, th- this is Buzz, but it's not necessarily the same Buzz as we know from Toy Story, right? So right. you kind of have to like sink yourself into his mind and, and what sets him apart animation-wise from the way you might have seen him in the past, right? Um, things like that. So so there's a lot of that kind of work up front, and then um, they would kind of they kind of start you off with some 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 kind of basic scenes, so you can just kind of get your feet wet and get used to the software mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, and then it's, it just kind of builds up from there. So then, you know, you're taking on, uh, larger shots, more, more complex shots. Um, so yeah, but I mean, the actual process, once you're into animating a shot, you would, you would put together kind of like a rough pass of it first, and then that gets shown to the director. And obviously they give you notes about what's working, what's not. And then you just continuously refine it until, uh, until it's over the finish line. I love that. That's that's awesome. Now, you've had the opportunity to work with you know different studios in the animation field. What advice do you have for people who want to get into the animation world or even maybe work at Pixar one day? Um, well, so when I when I got into it, I went to school at Sheridan uh, here, like in the Toronto area and in, in Oakville, yeah. um, which which was which was you know the 
the, the kind of the straightforward way to get into the industry is like most people go to Sheridan or Cal Arts or th there's a lot of other schools now, like way more than there were when, when I was in school. Yeah. Um, but these days there's also a lot of options online. Like I know a lot of people who have done things like animation mentor, which is like very highly regarded. So there's, there's a lot of online schools that have a good reputation. So you, you could go through um, any number of those courses but there's a lot of there's also a lot of people who don't even go to school and they just kind of teach themselves, right? So if you're the kind of person who is very like kind of motivated and and you can keep yourself on task, um, as long as you're constantly um, pushing yourself to do better work and you're all constantly trying to learn and you're showing your work to people and getting feedback, like eventually you're, you're going to get on track where you're going to get noticed by a studio and, and, and they'll be interested in, in picking you up. That's fantastic. That's great advice. Rob, thank you so much for your time. We're so excited to have Lightyear finally coming out into the world. Um, and congratulations to you and the entire team on the amazing job you did on this film. We're so grateful for your time again today. Thank you. Great. Thanks for having me. No worries. Take care. You too. And we are back. There we go. Some more Canadian animated talent joining us on the show today and from none other than Pixar. Anthony, how are you feeling today right now? It's, it's, a, it's amazing to learn everything. When it comes to animation, you, you have to be like a genius. because it's, it's just not drawing. It's like mathematics. And yeah, you get nothing for free you, in, anima in an animation. You know you what don't. I mean? <laughs> and with today's animation, it's on a whole nother level. If we, if we look back at 1995's Toy Story to now, which is what? Uh, how many years ago? 20, 27 years. 27 years. The evolution from Toy Story to now is just beyond comprehension. The technology yeah. that they use. Like when you go see Lightyear, you're going to see things that you've never seen before. And these animators are so talented. They, to create what they create is just, A, they have to be, like I said, these geniuses and, and wizards when it comes to this type of filmmaking style but yeah it's it was so nice to to connect with them and learn from them definitely shabazz how are you feeling right now great again i mean again like pretty much kind of <laughs> I'm, I love do, I'm doing the vibe checks with you guys <laughs> yeah, yeah just like anthony covered it we we have uh, again we seeing canadian talent be brought on the show is, is always such a beautiful thing because i mean we are a canadian show um but to know that again these are the these are the the voices and the hands really behind the creation of like anthony said the most beautiful looking animated film that's great like that's such a that's such a star on our flag even though our flag doesn't have any stars that's a maple leaf on our flag oh you know is I mean? that what it is oh that that's what it is yeah well, i think we're gonna have a flight with 50 different maple leafs 50, on it 50 maple leaves <laughs> yeah. one for each uh resident of this country yeah we're yeah. A small country. <laughs> very small country uh but yeah i mean what more can we say you know we've been very lucky to talk a lot about pix uh, disney pixar's light year this week earlier this week we had angus mclean the director producer galen sussman and composer michael giacchino join us we had our review just go live we got to uh work with disney studios canada on a giveaway to give you a chance to see it early so there's just lots to listen to right now on the podcast feed we're so grateful that you're here we're so humbled 
that we get these opportunities. And the greatest thing about all this is that we have lots more coming. So please make sure you follow us across all socials, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Letterboxd. See all of the incredible episodes we have coming your way. We have lots of great talent. We have lots of great Canadian talent joining us on the show in the next in the coming weeks um and a few surprise guests as well too so make sure you follow us you don't want to miss a thing i promise you and i'm not just uh singing the aerosmith song that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next